something dragons. Episode 25, Back into Harrowstone. And welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and Game Master, Aaron, and with me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. So, in our last episode, we started off with everything on fire and people dying. Hooray! Got great. This one we're starting off before everything's on fire and people die. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all managed to take care of that. You took, you put out the fires. You kept almost everyone from dying. RIP to NPCs. Yeah, you got to uh, get some get some money from the town, or at least a promise of money. They haven't given it to you yet. You got to get some more research and to find out a little bit more about the Splatterman. You did some spooky research to find out about the holy symbols. Azatha started reading a cursed spell book and absolutely nothing happened. Yep, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I am <laughs> mentally stable, guys. Um, I'm worried, but okay. You then used the spirit board to try to find out about the spell book that is absolutely not cursed and isn't doing anything untoward to Azatha at all. I ended up signing with the hand. Yes, uh, Talia decided that rather than actually wait for an answer, she was going to stab herself in the hand with the spirit planchette. All right, you're not what? right there. <laughs> <laughs> you then went back to Harrowstone with Anton and Luther. And when we left off, you guys were back outside the gates of Harrowstone. So we will uh, get our background sound effects playing, provided once again by our friends at Tabletop Audio. Uh, you all might also notice, our listeners, that there are some sound effects that have been added to our episodes now. Uh, those sound effects yeah, yeah. are courtesy of Zapsplat. So if you uh, like those little sound effects that you're hearing, then, you know, go ahead and uh, head over to that site and let them know. So, where do you guys want to do now that you're standing outside of Harrowstone? Go inside. Take a cautious step in the word. One's gonna chase anxiously after Talia, like, wait a minute! No. <laughs> let's go inside, come on. Let's go! Angry at these ghosts, and I want revenge by killing them. Oh, what are those? Eklund face palms and goes, Anton, do you know any spell that'll slow these two down, only half joking? I wonder if they're friendly. I could say, do you guys want to uh, explore the rest of the exterior, or do you just want to go inside? I want yeah. to go inside, I want these ghosts. We know what inside looks like, and we know we have one friend there. As we go, um, are going up to the building, I'm going to check um, where the runes were, mm -hmm. just in case. Uh, they are still smeared out, damaged, destroyed the way that you guys have left them. Yay. That's, that's good. So I'm it, just does gonna, not, oh. it does not appear that anyone has done anything to them since you have. I guess we're going in then? Yeah. Yep. All no, right. I can't get high to the bats or whatever they were. Rats. No. Alright, out of character, really, we don't want to fight a swarm. That's a good point. I didn't say I wanted to fight them, I just said I wanted to say hi. Well, they probably kind of want to fight you, which That's is bad. Alright, well then, I will just go ahead and move our map again. 
and take us back oh, to the yeah. first floor of Harrowstone. I also want to mention that I may end up, just out of character, I may end up changing Eklund's alignment a few times, because I have him set down as chaotic good, but I haven't been playing him like a chaotic good, and I'm going to take a minute to figure out exactly what I'm doing. Okay, what would you say he's been if not chaotic good? It may, probably true neutral, but I'm trying to figure out exactly what, because he still, he cares about his friends more than a true neutral, but he's not strongly good aligned. Okay. No, good neutrals still have morals. Yeah, I mean... Even evil people have people they care about. Yeah. I think I'm gonna leave him true neutral for now. It makes the most sense, because he's definitely not a chaotic compared to you guys. <laughs> like the DM um, once said to me, um, it's just, like, guidelines on how you want to play your character, so. That too. So you guys find yourselves once more in the uh, antechamber of Harrowstone. Uh, you have explored most of the western half of this wing. Almost all of it. You, 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 from that central hallway, you've explored, I think, every room that was off on the western half of it. There yeah. is a room at the end of the hallway that you haven't explored, and while you went over to the east to where the evidence lockup was, there is a little bit more to the eastern half of the lower floor that you haven't explored. Um, you still haven't found any stairs or any way to get to the other floors yet, so. Open this door. We've been in there. Oh, we haven't. Uh, oh, you haven't it's... opened that door, but uh, that is the door that leads to the other side of the stage in the auditorium pew area. Oh no, I know. I have a theory that like we'll be getting to go more places through that set of doors. Oh yes, because there was another set of doors on the other side there. Yep. <laughs> Isn't this where we found the murder weapons? Uh, you found the murder nope, weapon we went over in this area. Oh, okay. This was where you guys got hit with the cold spot haunt. I'm judging by which rooms are completely blacked out on the map. Like, which which doors lead into black spots. Yeah. Shadow. I was gonna say, it, if, it, if the map is working the way it should, any place you've been should just be grayed out. But Yeah. I'm gonna open the door. You're going to open this door? Right. I'm going to ready my claws. Uh, Luther will have an arrow knocked in his bow. Anton will stand in the back and just look bemused. Yeah, shut it. And Anton will be a wizard. <laughs> All right, so you open the door into this area. And uh, let me tell you what you see before you start moving around. So when you open this door, the first thing you'll notice is that the exterior wall is partially fallen and you should be able to make out some of the pond outside. Yeah. Uh, there are training dummies in this room that are moldy and rotted and look like they're kind of falling apart. You would also see that there is a hole in the middle of the floor, which is right over here, in case I can't make that out on the map. Can I go look at it? Uh, you can. Wait a sec. So that is what you, what you currently see. In the hole. I'm gonna f like file nervously up near them, close enough to attack things, but still I can keep an eye on the whole party. I'm gonna have that be one okay. of Eklund's traits. He likes to be in a spot where he can keep an eye on everyone at once. All right. So as you get over there, you look down into the hole. Looking down, it's a fairly deep drop. Uh, it looks like it's at least twenty feet. It's also very, very, very dark down there. However, as you move over there, in the rubble, 
a couple of things start moving. Oh, Roll for initiative. Rising up out of the rubble are three skulls that start burning as they come loose from the rubble. Ah, again. I think I know what these are. And with that, I would like the party to roll for initiative. Well, I've seen. Well, haven't uh, I seen this movie before? So, uh, Talia, what did you get? Got a 24. Natural 20. Uh, so now we're gonna roll awful. Eklund? 12. Azatha? I got 14. Elyris? I also got 14. Okay, which one of you has the higher bonus? I'm pretty sure it's Elyris. Probably it's Elyris, yeah. Haha. <laughs> okay. Oh, I have two now. Huh. That's, I think, more than I had. Um, <laughs> I think it is. I think when we did the rework of your character sheet, we increased your dexterity slightly. Right, yeah. Talia, you have the highest initiative. There are three flaming skulls moving towards you. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to channel to Harm Undead and use my selective channeling to not hurt Anton. Okay. Go right ahead and uh, roll that channel. Please go back down into the hole and become dust. Oh, wow. That was crap. Points of positive energy. Four points. All right. We'll just do them north to south as they make their attempts to save to, to take half. That is a 20, a 15, and a 19. I take personal offense. One fail, two saves. Okay. The, I took that personally, meme. <laughs> that takes us to Luther, who is going to fire an arrow at the center of the flaming beheaded creatures. That is a 14 to hit, which I think is actually going to miss them. Yep, that will oh, miss. So he, Dang! he shoots his arrow at them, and it is, it's small, it's nimble, it's hard to hit. Um, and he will just miss. Uh, um, yes. Eklund yells, all right, let's see what bashing does to him. But he, I mean, it's not his turn, but. Well, I mean, it was more that he missed than the issue of the damage, but. And he whistles to Silver saying, protect Anton. Aww. And, uh, so Silver will stay right where he is and ready's in action. That takes us to Alyrus. Hmm. Well, I mean, it would be kind of hard to stab them from where I am. It would be hard to stab them from where you currently are, yes. I think I can move around the hole enough. Turn. You can. Okay. So just like I'm gonna stab it now. Roll your right there. No. Ooh. It really would. Well, if a 14 didn't hit, then we can be fairly safe in saying that so I missed. probably does not as well. All right, Azatha. All right. Um, I am going to use disrupt undead on, let's say, the middle guy over there. Okay. Before you cast your spell, you you extend your hands, the arcane words come to mind. I need you to give me a will save. I hate everything. Oh, no. (laughs) I am (laughs) scared. Will, will, will. 20. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, as you get ready to cast that spell, you have just this flicker of doubt in your mind as you think oh, oh wait, no what what if what if this is the last spell i'm ever able to cast do i really want to waste it in this moment oh. but you quickly squash those fears and go ahead and cast it's literally a cantrip i can cast it whenever i want <laughs> yes you can but what if you die then you can't but you know 
we huh? all know that our fears and our, our 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 doubts aren't entirely rational. So the fact that you can cast a cantrip an unlimited time doesn't change the fact that you have that scare. So, anyways, go ahead and cast your spell. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, here we um ah gotta pull it up again. A fifteen. A fifteen is enough to hit the creature's touch AC. Oh, that is good. Five damage. Okay. Uh, five damage is enough that it will destroy that center flaming skull, sending it into a pile of dust. Nice. And would you like to take a move action? I'm, I'm good back here. <laughs> All right. That takes us to our uh, one of my flaming skulls, which did not appreciate having the holy light of Desna shining on it. So it is going to fly towards Talia trying to slam into her with his, with its flaming self. Oh no, these wings are made of tree. Do not light them on fire. Oh no. <laughs> these wings are made of tree. You need a shirt with that. <laughs> um, will a 12 We don't want to have a torch in our party. Oh, no, I'm good. That, that, that does not hit. I'm not that easy to hit. Okay, so Take first it offense, flies you towards you, but you managed to get out of the way. Eklund, you're up. Let me make a check to see their damage resistances. Sure, you can give me a knowledge religion check. I don't have that. Can I do intelligence? Nope. The only knowledge I have is nature. Then you are untrained. So, alright. Um, well, mo we fought things before that had resistance to my claw damage, so I'm gonna go with bashing. Okay. Uh, 20 to hit, 8 damage with a quarterstaff on this guy. Okay. So you come forward smashing your quarterstaff through the center of the uh, skull and it falls to the ground in pieces. Hi. Which takes us to the uh, last of the uh, burning beheadeds, which got stabbed at by a Lyris, but that didn't do anything. Um, and it just saw this uh, rocky guy smash one of its buddies. So he's going to fly forward and try to slam Eklund. Will a 20 hit? Yes. All right. Uh, so he slams into you doing three points of damage and five points of fire damage. And I need you to give me a reflex save. Okay. Good luck. Oh. Um, 14. Okay. So you do not catch on fire when it slams into you, but it's it, there's a whole lot of fire going on there. That takes us to Anton, who is going to pull a scroll out of his scroll case and cast a cast it on himself. May I mage armor, I'm guessing. Yes, it's a mage armor. Something that he should have done before you guys actually started exploring, but he hadn't didn't think to, and now he's like, oh wait, there's terrible things here, and this will last for the next three hours, so let me just... I usually assume that when a spellcaster pulls out a, a scroll at the beginning of combat, I assume unless they blow something up that it's mage armor. Well, he can cast mage armor on his own. He doesn't have to use the scroll, but... Um... Are scrolls one use in Pathfinder? Yes. Mm. Of course. So that's what he does on his turn. And, um, Talia. Hi. What would you like to do? Five foot float? Okay. Actually, because uh, I don't want to be a next to the flaming school thing. Technically, 
Wait, are they flying or are they just bouncing around like a fish out they of are water? Flying. They're flying. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you five foot float back. I'm sorry, I'm just about to cry. Uh, I was just trying to find my things, like what I should do, and I find my notes by accident, which was write letter to the professor, and I'm like, oh! Oh. All right. So you're only making a five foot step? Actually, no, I'm just backing the freak up. Because I, I have had it pointed out to me that I, I am been really lax in not forcing you to uh, make your fly checks. She's actually just flying um, back because uh, I really have a limited number of heels. Uh huh. This thing is working to being smashed in with, with a quarterstaff or stabbed or etc. Uh huh. So, you, in other words, you're not going to waste a spell? I can fly pretty far back, so I'm going to go like right here. I'm trying to also doing... Okay, so you're going full defensive then, too? Yeah. Okay, so then that will not provoke. Luther will loose another arrow at the creature. Let's see if we can have another round where uh, Luther uh, manages to get the kill shot on the last enemy. Uh, that is a 21 to hit, so that will hit. And, and he he's going to get the kill shot. shot. He is going to get the kill shot, and his arrow will shatter the skull of this beheaded. Awesome. And that will take us out of combat. So you, uh, y'all managed to deal with these beheaded. What do you want to do now? Hazel, so how deep is this hole? Uh, it's about 20 feet deep. What's in it? If you say I jump uh, in it, I swear to God. I want to. I want to go see what's down there. Um, here, I'll go down, because I can fly. I will tell you that you can see that, you know, down below is it is soot cake it looks like this might have been where the fire would have spread from the lower portion of the prison up here now that you're not being attacked you can also see that there are bits of machinery and like cables so you think that probably there used to be a lift in here can i that's the way down to the lowest level of the dungeon back away Let's not go down there right now. What are we waiting for? We can get this over. I'll be sorry. I'm gonna meta for a bit, but the lowest level of the dungeon is always where the big nasties are. Well, why don't we just go over? Is the other thing? The Soriana did tell you guys that the worst prisoners were kept in the lower levels. Yeah, let's go down there. Alirus, no, Alirus, no. I want to wait. Don't we have to fight guys? Why well, don't we? We also have to fight the ones on the upper level. Look, if we can't- And we also have to get to a higher level, because I don't want to die. Well, we're not going to die. Have you seen the kind of- Well, to be fair, this has never happened before. I want to go down there, though. Alirus? What? If you oh, go you down guys, there, we're not fun. following you. Okay. Which means you will die. Eklund nods like, yeah, we're not following you, but you can tell he's like, no, I would follow them. I want to go down there and get this over with, though, because we're just putting off the inevitable- <laughs> We need to deal with the ones on the top floor, too. We're putting off the inevitable because right now the inevitable oh, is death. Does anybody agree? Listen, I want to go down here. there, too. Yes, I want to go down there, too. But we also know that it's likely some of the other prisoners are on higher floors. Which means let's go deal with the ones that are probably less dangerous. We're, we're already here. Uh, okay. We'll come back. We have to come back. Anton's just going to look there and go, I don't see any way to go down that hole without, well, dying. I can't, I'm not a particularly skilled climber. Oh, right, you guys can't fly. 
Do I have any rope with me? Yeah. I need to know. You know what? Fine, we're going to the higher levels just because everybody else insists and I'm outvoted. You guys are no fun. I mean, I'm all for going down there. I think we are going to have to eventually, but I also, I, I do concur that we perhaps shouldn't go just yet. Hey, wait, can I fly over here? Like, is this open? Yeah. I'm gonna fly over there. Okay. Oh, crap. It's a thing. So, Talia flies out over the pond, and what you see on the other side of that wall is a thing. furnace room. There is a large stone furnace which dominates this room, which is big enough that you could you could easily fit inside and a full-sized adult human could probably squeeze their way in there. To the um, furnace? Into the furnace, yeah. Sounds like a poor choice. Can I go in? No. You can see that the entire east wall has burned away. And you know you're you're kind of out looking at the lake that was out on the grounds. the The water has even partially gone onto the floor of that room, so it's partially submerged. She's gonna fly around and open the door from this side. Okay. Like hide, so they don't see her, and it's like goes to open the doors. Give me a self check. <laughs> 17. <laughs> um, anyone who has a perception of plus 7 or higher can hear her without an issue. But I've got plus 9. Yeah, so you can hear her. But I go, oh, I wonder what ghost opened that door and walk in completely unperturbed. Okay. <laughs> if you're giggling like that, you might as well have rolled a 1. Yeah. She's not giggling, this is me! <laughs> Talia and Eklund, both of you give me a perception check. Hot garbage. Why does the guy- 12! Okay, um, no one move at this point. Oh no. Hot garbage! Eklund, oh. you have a surprise round in which you can attempt to act as you notice a face beginning to animate on the side of the furnace, and you smell burning flesh. What do you do? Oh, you get a, you have a move I, or a standard, not both. I take a standard to grab Talia and throw her behind me. No. <laughs> the second I thought you were going to ask to throw Talia into the furnace. Yes, you could, actually. You could grab her if she doesn't resist. There's no roll, and then you could reposition her so that she is in the five-foot square behind you. I am uh, going to resist. Why don't you okay, just in say, that case, oh. you'll have to make a CMB check against her. Because I'm scared of you, you know, maybe being possessed and trying to hurt me. Dear God. I don't even know. Yeah, no. Money. Listen, I'm also small and squishy. Yeah, no. Dear God, your role would have made it. Okay, so she, he, he pulls you back there. And yeah. I need and initiative wait. rolls from the party again. Am I, allowed to ready, am I allowed to ready an action too? No. no. A surprise round, you get a move or a standard. You don't get a full turn. So. Oh, his office is at 14. I have to wait to see yeah. any on because all I can see is his author and like Luther and stuff. Well, you're, it's on the other side of the wall as well. I'm also going to point out Talia is like the only person who could like hurt one of the few people in here who can hurt it. Yeah, can, can I? But if there's a fireball that Guys, goes out, he Yellow is trying him. to say something. Can you let her ask her question? Sorry, no, I did not yeah. hear. I mean, 
I have an 11 on the initiative, but can I move anyway so I can see what the frick is going on? No, oh. you can move when it's your turn. Uh, I'll just stay here then. I mean, if I can't see it, I'd better not get involved. You guys have fun. <laughs> I mean, you hear stuff, but at the moment you just don't see what's happening. You hear upset Talia sounds, that's what. Okay, they can probably handle it on their own. You know? Yeah, probably. They'll be fine. I have no idea what on earth, what basis you're using for that, but okay. <laughs> no, nobody's dead yet. Uh, all right. Wow, everyone rolled garbage. Um, Talia, what would what do you roll? I would argue minus one of the least garbage is the least garbage. Dear God, uh-huh. fifteen. Azatha. Uh, fourteen. Eklan. Thirteen. Valerius. Hi. Eleven. What did you roll? Alright. Um, so, Tali, you have the highest initiative. You are currently... Actually, you're technically currently grappled by Eklund. Oh, I, I wasn't going to grapple. I was just putting her behind me. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, what do you want to do? What's going on? Um, he goes, the furnace had a face. Oh my god, alright. Um, let me check. Awesome, she's going to five foot step here. Okay. And channel. Okay. Let me find that tab again. I'm just assuming this is a haunt. I mean, it's a not terrible assumption. Five. Okay. God, I have two d6 now. I should be rolling better. So the wave of positive energy lashes out. Um, you you now see the face, and it recoils, but it is still there. Um, Azatha. Alrighty, um, I am right outside the door here, Chaos. Just gonna step in right here, see this, um, and I will do Harm Undead. Okay. Disrupt Undead? Um, Disrupt Undead. Words. Yeah, that 20 for a great 2 damage. Okay, I actually need to something real fast. Oh, to D6, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, um, I was gonna do Cold Ray for, like, the last couple things, except that's a D3, and that's why I switched. Hmm. So, apparently, there is some debate about whether or not Disrupt Undead affects haunts or not. Well, it's positive energy. Oh, yeah, haunts. I did not think about that. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say that if the haunt has a physical manifestation... It can be targeted, and in this case, it does. So, yes, you uh, you you shoot out your ray of positive energy, and it will hit the uh, hit the furnace, which will recoil, and but it is still growling and leering at you. That the furnace recoils. Yeah. So, at this point, the uh, the face uh, it animates and it roars, and as it does so, three. Tongues of flame lash out of its mouth. One at Talia, one at Eklund, and one at Azar. How oh, wonderful. So you guys are okay? sounds a little bit chaotic. It is! The first oh, one is targeting Talia. Right. A six will not hit your touch, AC. Oh. Uh, the I thought you were rolling for damage, and I saw 1d20 plus 3 and about fell off the bed. A ten will not hit your uh, your touch AC. The third will target Azatha. 
Oh no. Will a 13 hit your touch AC? Thankfully, due to the ring that I have, no. I have four, I, 14. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 that's touch. Never mind. It will just hit me. Ah, so a burst of flame washes over uh, Azatha after just missing both Talia and Eklund. And this is probably... No! Go for the squishy um, sorcerer, why don't you? Thanks. We'll take 13 oh. points of fire damage. Okay, that, that's it. I'm coming. Um, wow. That is not good. I have six elves, guys. That's oh, not even great. Is someone dead? Judging by your reactions, I can hear <laughs> someone might be dead. You definitely hear a scream of pain come from Azatha. Oh, yeah. Azatha. Oh, no. That's not um, good. Eklund. Eklund, how far can I move dragging a Nagaji behind me? <laughs> what? Well, no, you would have to I move to grab her first. She will fight you. Carrying a Nagaji. Anyway, he's going to get her out of the room. Um, alright, well... I I appreciate you caring about me, but she will slap you. I mean, alright, so you would first have to move to her and then grab her as your standard action. You wouldn't be able to move with her this turn at all. And she is still standing. She's still you know standing. What? I'm going to leave you guys there on my turn, just so you know. I'm going to leave you guys. Okay. But and never mind. But, but here's the thing. It's turn comes before your. No, wait, never mind. Your turn does come first. Never mind. Okay. Okay, so then I'm gonna attack. I'm okay. not sure exactly how much use my claws and stuff are gonna be, because that's melee. Ooh, I've got a javelin. I mean, you can get uh, up to the... You can get up to the furnace. It's only 15 feet ahead of you. Is magic stone... No, but I feel like it's gonna catch me on fire. Is magic stone an action or a bonus action? Like, can I... It is a... So, I played fast and loose with it last time. It... It's normally a standard action to cast it, and then the next turn you could use the you could throw the stones. Okay, you know what? Caution to the wind here. It's bludgeoning time. Okay. I just run up to it, yelling, and swing my quarter staff. Okay. That's a twenty-two for eight damage. Okay, you swing your quarter staff into the stone furnace. And it doesn't seem to have any effect. Oh, oh no. So I just call it ugly and try to distract its attention from Azatha. <laughs> okay. Alaris. Yes. Oh, you wait. You hear all sorts of horrible things out there. Hello? Are you guys alright? It sounds like screaming. No! We are not! Fine, I'm coming in. You see a stone furnace with a leering face flames flickering out of its mouth that uh, you, you, you come in just in time to see Eklund smash it with his uh, quarterstaff and it doesn't seem to do any harm to it. Okay, first of all, ew. Why? And second, are you guys okay? You look a little bit crispy. I'll be fine. <laughs> Not okay. I'll be fine, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll just leave you. I'm sure you can I'll, I'll leave you guys here. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be able to figure it out yourselves. You probably aren't gonna let me go up there and slap the furnace. Cause no. it's 
on fire and hot. Uh, but I do want to throw something at it. Okay, what do you want to throw at it? Hmm, let's see. What things do I have that I could throw at it? Uh, are there any, uh, like, rocks nearby or rubble? Because, I mean, it's better than dirt. Sure. I'll point out, you could take a, take a look at what you have in your equipment. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Da-da-da-da-da. You do have the Haunt Siphon. I do. I guess I'll use that. Okay, so you reach into your pouch and you pull out the Haunt Siphon and un uncork it. Honestly, you probably would probably needed both to actually defeat this in any case. Go ahead and roll me 2d6. No, sorry, 3d6. A 16. Okay, so that does 16 points of positive energy to the Haunt Siphon. Or not to the Haunt Siphon, to the Haunt. And as she does that, the green mist inside the Haunt Siphon swirls out, engulfing the furnace. And then it swirls around, gets sucked back into the Siphon. And it is now pulsing with a dark purplish black energy. Ooh, spoopy. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, we did that. And the face is no longer animated, and it are no longer... Yes! Yay. Good job, everyone! We did it! <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that happened. Awful. That was awful. I hate it. Yeah. Ow. Uh, <laughs> I think I need some help. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so I'll fly over, and I'm gonna use okay. just a cure light once. Okay. Uh, kill ten points. Ooh, nice. That almost gets me up to full. I'm good. Awesome. Actually, uh, oh, if you're only almost, Eklund is also hurt. You can see, as am I. Huh. So I'm gonna yeah. do a channel to heal us, and heal all of us. Okay. Is, yeah, six. Okay. That should heal me full. Yeah. Uh, and Eklund is almost complete. Yeah, he, he's like, don't worry about me. I can deal with this. Alright. Do you guys want to do anything else? You would see that there is a door over in this corner. You could also, you know, search the room. I'm gonna search the room and then I'm gonna go to the door. Okay. Give me a perception check. <laughs> There's nothing. I'll search too. <laughs> Okay. Wait, where? I will join you guys. 23. I would like well, I guess to... you don't need to. Option 2. Okay. 23. Okay. Okay. So, as you guys kind of search the room, the only things that you is within the furnace, there's a great deal of ash, which is completely cold at this point, except you find several bones. No. You find a skull, some ribs, and a few finger bones, which when you pick them up, they are hot. Not like painfully hot, but they are very warm to the touch. Eklund drops them, runs over, and washes and like rinses his hands off in the pond, then uh just like he looks very like he's trying very hard not to be sick. He goes, there was a person in there. 
could I make some kind of investigation to see like how old they are or what species they are and stuff? Sure. Um, it is a heal check. Yeah, a heal check could tell you that information. I will also allow anyone who has knowledge religion a check. Oh, I would rather do that. I really heal much better than heal. Same. Ten. <laughs> I got a thirteen. Can I also make a heal check? Yeah. Play four on the heal check. Okay, so Talia, these are definitely human bones. They are, you'd guess, somewhere north of 50 years old. But not a lot older than that. Right? So, older than. You would guess that this was, whoever was burned in here, it probably happened before the fire that destroyed the building. But you wouldn't say that it happened a long time before that. But, alright, um... No race, no nothing. Human, or humanoid, it, you know, it's hard to tell from just bones, but it is definitely human scale. Got it. Um, well, it looks like they're human scale, and it looks like whoever was burned in here might have been burned before the big fire, but it's just kind of dark and twisted. Can I, I go look at the very concerning? Neither Anton nor Luther. Alright then, well, I'm opening the door. Okay. So, opening the door off to the east, and let me tell you what you find here. Alright, so this room looks like it was probably once the infirmary. Oh, they might have cremated bodies in there. Possible. Oh. Makes sense. It smells funny in here, like burning. It smells funny in the entire prison, like burning. Eh, not so much burning anymore. I mean, it was 50 years ago. Yeah. But still, you can once. There are uh, moldy, broken cots in this room. And Ooh, then cool. there are doors to the east that... Which actually I should have... Off to the east, you see what look like basically private cells where either a prisoner might have been stored if they'd had to go to the infirmary. So, like, basically, like, oh, you, <laughs> you're hurt, so we're going to put you in the infirmary, but you're still a prisoner. We need to keep you locked Ugh. up. You can see bits of medical equipment. It's all damaged and broken and shattered, strewn about the floor. So, yes, you see that? Right then. Um, well, hey, we've already checked those. I'm gonna open this door just to make sure it leads to where I think it does. Okay, is anyone else going into the room? I, I sure I will follow you guys. Can I touch one of the thoughts? Uh, sure. Let's say no to be on the safe side. I'm it. As you touch one of the cots. Oh no. Rising up out of the uh out of one of the broken cabinets, you all see this. Ah! Oh god! Oh cool! Go touch another one with that one. Oh lovely. Vector. It is a ghostly skeletal figure. Looks like it's just wasted away as it appears. Bits of broken uh, broken medical equipment and rubble start rising up out of the ground. And, for the third time... All for initiative. I need initiative from the party. Next, I'm kidding. Can I go poke another one to see what that one does? On your turn? Sure, but... Poltergeist, how interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, need a, I really need to start hiding those things, but... <laughs> Well, the doesn't know what it is. It's fine. Uh, 
why don't you all tell us, tell me what your initiatives are while I roll for Anton and Luther and Silver. I thought 11. I said 14. 15. 11. Doing great tonight. Woo! Yes! I cannot wait to see what happens. Spooky. You really shouldn't say that. Oh, but I did. Sorry, everyone. The Poltergeist has the highest initiative. Oh, I wish I could pull a knowledge religion! Alright, so the Poltergeist manifests, and when it does so, I need everyone who can see it give me a will save. Azatha, you have a minus two to this will. Oh! <laughs> well, no matter, because I rolled a nat 20. Well, okay, so what's your total? Um, 21. Okay. You Eklund? both got 21. You Six. got 20. Alaris? 21. Yeah. And yeah. Talia? Mm. Hey, can I look at my hero card really quick? <laughs> you can look at your hero card, yeah. <laughs> we got a key and a book. What are those doing? Uh, again? The stars will give us hints. And it's the chaotic evil. Chaotic evil can force any creature to reroll a saving throw. It's just made. What a key and book do again? Well, keys unlock doors or locks or something, and books so do- So the book is good for letting you regain the use of a spell, a spell-like ability, or other power that is limited to how many times you can use it per The keys are good for... And pianos. Ooh, I forgot about pianos. Sorry, I'm messing with you. Yeah, you really are. Uh, keys can be used to take your turn immediately to move ahead in the initiative. So basically, be like, nope, I'm acting right now. Um, alright, well, since it's a chaotic evil card, I could use it to force a reroll on a save, right? Yes. I'm going to save it for now, but I'm going to keep that in mind. Okay. So, uh, 11. Alright, well, then in that case, Eklund and Talia both fail the save. Please just be shaking. And you are frightened. Crap! Of course it's that! I've been panicked uh, before. Are those the same thing? Nah, panic is slightly worse. Um, in that panic, you will also drop anything you're holding. Uh, oh, frightened, shit. you just have to run away from it for the next... Well, Talia, you are frightened for one round. Alright, awesome. Uh, Eklund, you are frightened for two rounds. So that is what the Poltergeist does. It, it manifests itself and goes, booga, booga, booga. Um, <laughs> oh, lovely. Do I have to run, or can I curl up in one of these rooms and hide? You have to get as far away from it as you possibly can. Uh, at least my speed's not that good. Azatho, the, the poltergeist is visible at the moment. What do you want to do? Oh, ho, oh, that is me. How great. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna cast my good old Harmon dead again. Okay, before you do that, give me a will save. How... Great. I love- Hold on, my cat is being annoying. Ah, one Okay, you're fine. You okay. still got that, that- Just that voice in the back of your head saying, Do you want to waste your magic like that? But you're able to push past it. I'm guessing I'm thinking, This is literally my unlimited well of magic? That doesn't make sense? Shut up. <laughs> Fair. It's like OCD. Ah, 20 for 3 damage. Uh, 20 will hit the Poltergeist, um, and uh, that will inflict 3 damage to it. Alright, so you shoot at it with your Disrupt Undead spell. Do you want to take a motion? Uh, 
am gonna move more towards this door. Okay. And yeah, that's that's it. All right. Uh, Anton hears that and goes, "Dear God, what is happening?" <laughs> so he sees that, and he will use an action to pull out a vial of holy. Wait, does he have to make a will save if he sees it? It's only the people who are in the room who who can see it when it reveals itself. Ah. Booga, booga, booga. So he draws out a, a vial of holy water. Um, Illyris. Yes? What would you like to do? Huh. I kind of want to touch another cot and see what happens. I mean, I suppose that is an option. I want to see what the other one does. Yellow, before you go on with this action, remember that we all know where you live, and... (laughs) Well, that's your problem. I don't know where she lives. Give me her address. No, don't. Besides quarantine. In all seriousness, I will point out that there is a truly horrifying spectral undead in the room. You might want to deal with that before you start poking other things. Truly horrifying. That's a bit harsh, don't you think? I think he looks fine. No, it isn't. It's Just kind roll of, the like, dice! I mean, it literally terrified two of your companions. I think horrifying is, is a fair description. I am... And if it doesn't do anything, I guess I'll just stab this one, you know? So I'm gonna go poke one of the other cods. Okay, you poke the cod and nothing happens. I'll give that as a free action. Oh, that's boring. Okay. I, I guess I'm going to go up to it and say, hey, and then stab it in the face. Okay. Go right how ahead. many move actions do I have? What? How, how, how much move action? Can I get up to there? Yeah, you can get to him. And I'm just going to take out my rapier uh, and look him in the face while I stab him. Okay. Ooh, nice. What happened? Uh, I, I got a natural 20 for a 26. Okay. And um, I crit- oh my god! I- and that's impressive. So you 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 pull your rapier out, you stab it directly in the face, and your rapier passes right through it and has no effect. What? Oh come on! Oh, that, that is the is biggest stupid. Waste. Well, it's more about oh god, what is it? It's more about making them feel bad than it is about hurting them, right? Is it sure. Too- like, if I stab them in front of You're all telling these telling yourself people, that. How's that for your social limit, huh? Take that. I don't think it has enough of a consciousness to be aware of that. Yeah, Luther see- steps into the room. Hi, Luther. Sees it. He doesn't have knowledge religion, does he? I don't. No, he does not. He's going to shoot an arrow at it. And, uh... It doesn't matter because he misses. So he shoots an arrow at the poltergeist and it falls short of hitting him. Probably because he was running into the room to do so. He whistles for Silver, who will get right there and ready in action. Standing right in front of Anton. Gotcha, really. Eklund. Does the door open down here, or would I have to take a bit to open it? Uh, that door is currently closed, so you would have to open it. Hallelujah. I only go third. I only go... What? Not my whole speed. And I don't really... I mean, I'm... I think I'm scared, so I'm not exactly going to stop and pick a lock. No, but, uh, give me a strength check. Thirteen. 
Uh, okay, that will be enough that you are able to bash the door open, but that will end your turn right there. Natalia. <sighs> Make me count out 80 squares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this. Not 80 squares, 80 feet. Yes, sorry, 80 feet, which is a bunch of squares. 1, 2, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. <laughs> I think you're basically going to make it out to the door. 80. There we go. So you you fly towards the door, and as you do so, it occurs to you, like, basically, you reach the door, and you're like, wait, no, there's something that wasn't normal. Also, I'm the only one who can fight that thing. I will let you make the the knowledge religion check, um, because you certainly saw it. I have a penalty being freaking frightened. Oh. Yes, you do. Nine. It's some sort of ghostly undead. Which I'm probably one of the only people who can fight. Yep. New round. The poltergeist. Trying to. Turns invisible. Hey! Naturally so. And one of the dirty, nasty, rusted bone saws in the infirmary lifts into the air and flies towards... Uh, towards the person who tried to stab it in the face. Oh, so they're gonna get the bone saw to do all the work for them. Oh, coward. Will a 19 hit? Can't see what's going on anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, it's gonna hit. Okay, so the bone saw hits you. It's a glancing blow. It only... Got a natural one on the damage. Yep. It just... Me with a bone saw. Azatha. Um, let's see. I will... Um, I want to cast my spell, but every single time, apparently, I have to do a will save. But then it's probably the only thing that'll do really good damage on it, so I'll just do Disrupt Undead again. On where? On what, exactly? Oh, hold on, that's a thing that happened. Yeah, <laughs> it went invisible. Hold on, I need to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, uh, hmm. You know where it was. Is the saw still in the air? No, the uh, the, the saw was basically flung at Illyris. Well then, uh, and can I like ready an action to do that spell once it comes into sight? Absolutely. I will do that then. Okay. I, the the poltergeist. I wonder if it's aware that you're supposed to use bone saws to saw things, and you don't typically just fling them at people. I think it knows, I just don't think it cares. (laughs) Okay, so... What was its intention with that? Like, it could have done actual damage, but it's like, no. They're like, they grab the nearest object and like, here, take that. It's like, they're not even putting that much effort into this. They don't care. And honestly, I feel offended by that. If you want to murder me, at least care about it. I just don't murder me for no reason, guys. Come on. Anton is going to cast a spell. Or no, he's not going to cast a spell. He had a, he had pulled out holy water last turn. He is going to ready an action to throw the holy water at the poltergeist if something is able to say where it is. And he will make a perception check to try to figure out where where it is in the room right now. Why didn't I think of that? Um, Alyris. Hey, so you know how it's invisible? Is it just invisible? 
like freaking air and nobody can touch it or see it. You're not sure. So could I hypothetically throw dirt or dust at it to try and like find where it is and make it a bit more visible? Hypothetically, yes. Can I try to do that? Sure. Where are you throwing it? Hmm. Where do I think it is? Can I roll perception to try to have an idea where it might be? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, so perception. That's a 22. I think that's pretty good. So you don't feel it directly in front of you, but you think it's in a straight line past you? Alright. I'm gonna... Some dirt? You don't think it's right here, but it's in that direction. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna throw dirt at it and see if I can get a stick. That would be a CMB check. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna Okay guys, wish me luck. CMB. That's a that's a nineteen. Is that good? It's a good roll. You throw it where the poltergeist was, and the dirt just flies straight through straight forward and impacts against the wall. I tried. I mean it was a good idea. I think. If the sword went through its head, it's probably not going to get hit by dirt. But I can still throw it at it anyway, you know? Sure. If not for doing any damage, just to humiliate it. Sure. That takes us then to Luther, who just kind of calls out, I don't think my arrows are going to do much good against a ghost. Can anyone tell me the thing's weakness? And then oh. he will pull out a... Uh, he pulls out a magic arrow and readies an action to shoot the magic arrow at anything that appears. Far in the distance? No, I really can't. Sorry. Actually, he will specifically pull out one of his ghost touch arrows. Oh, fun. Sorry, I really can't. I'll work on it. Silver will ready an action. Eklund, you still have one more turn. Do I have to double move or can I just move normally? You have to double move. You are terrified of this. You want... You don't have to blind run, but you do have to double. And I'm just going to run down here. Okay. But I'm also going to, because I'm actually getting worried about our chances in this fight, yell, RUN, as I do so. Hoping that everyone will take my lead and run for it so we can regroup. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Talia. I'm disappointed myself for running the frick away. Okay. Like, very much so. I will double move back. Actually, could I, like, run? Sure. Run, uh, fly, just to get further in. Sure. I guess it has to be a straight line, so I right here. Alright, what's going on? Where did it go? It's... Give me a cotton eye joke, because I only have two questions for it. Where did it come from, and where did it go? Where did it come from, Joe? <laughs> um, at this point, one of the cots rises up in the air and flies towards Talia. Uh -oh. I watch out. I like the name Cotton Eye Joe. However, a seven will not hit you. So the cot hits the wall, smashes against it harmlessly. You know, honestly, those things with how not exactly scary they are. Azatha, we're back to you. Alrighty. Could I also um, do a perception check and knowledge, whatever, to find out what this is? Sure. Give me a knowledge religion check first, because that'll help you... That'll help whether you can perceive it or not. 18. Okay, so this is, in fact, a poltergeist. 
A poltergeist is an angry spirit that forms from the soul of a creature that for whatever reason becomes unable to leave the site of its death. Sometimes this might be due to an unfinished task, otherwise other times it might be due to a powerful necromantic effect. Desecrating a grave by building a structure over the body is a most common method of accidentally creating a poltergeist. Uh, the poltergeist experiences great trauma over its condition. This trauma twists its psyche to evil and fosters an overall hatred of the living, expressed in outbursts of rage. A poltergeist is bound to a specific place, usually a building, room, or recognizable area. This place typically corresponds to its place of death or the resting place of its mortal remains. With an 18, you can get two useful pieces of information about the poltergeist. Weaknesses. Uh, the poltergeist has a number of weaknesses. The first weakness is that it is bound to the site of its death. It cannot move more than a couple... Usually no more than 100 feet away from the site of its death. Mm. Uh, other than that, it is it has all of the weaknesses common to incorporate undead, which is not a lot, actually. Basically, it's weeks of channeled energy and positive energy and those sort of things. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> See, um, could I know? Uh... How do we find it? I mean, you could ask for its defenses or its special attacks. Those would probably be the two most useful things defenses, to ask about. I'd say. Okay. Uh, it has a number of defenses. The first is it is incorporeal. Being incorporeal, it can only be harmed by magic, magic weapons, or channeled positive energy. Any magic or magic weapon will only do half damage to it if it is coming from a corporeal source. So, like, you could hurt it with a magic dagger, but it would only do half damage. A regular dagger is just going to go right through it and not do anything. It is also naturally invisible. It can temporarily drop its invisibility when it uses its terrifying ability, but otherwise it is naturally invisible. Uh, the invisibility can be negated through certain uses of magic, but there's no, no real way to just turn it off otherwise. And its final defense is rejuvenation. Um, when a poltergeist is destroyed, it will only remain destroyed for anywhere from two days to a week. And then it will reappear unless someone figures out the reason for its existence and sets it right. All right. Uh, would um, I happen to know the magic things which can temporarily turn, like, make it non-invisible or whatever you said? The invisibility spell. Uh, glitter dust. Glitter dust. And that's fun. It's an awesome spell. Yeah. You could also just make a perception check to try to figure yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. Um, perception. Ten. You saw that Illyris threw it straight through the dirt straight forward, so you're pretty sure that it would be in one of these three squares, but you're not sure. Okay. Um. Let's see if I have any. Um. I mean, you could just blindly fire and hope you hit it. I could, but I'd rather not. You no. Know, um, okay. I need you. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is definitely going to be a challenge. <laughs> I have a plan. What do you want to do, Azaka? I'm guessing magic missile would not work because I got to see the target right. You would have to know where it is. You know, I think magic missile would work because oh. you are aware it's here. So I think magic missile will work. Definitely going to do that then because it automatically locks locks onto the target. 
Okay. So you prepare to cast Magic Missile, but yeah. first, give me a will save. Natural 20 for a 23. Okay. So, uh, again, you have that moment of doubt, but you push it aside. Two glowing uh, purple arrows appear in your hands and fly out. They hit this square right here. And you all hear a scream as something reacts to it. No one loves you. So what was the damage on those magic missile? Four and five. Okay, so a total of nine. Yeah, there is a shriek that you all hear. That's going to trigger a couple of readied actions. So Anton is going to throw his holy water at that square. And he will miss it. Luther is going to fire his ghost his ghost touch arrow at it. Uh, add one to this because this is a plus one ghost touch. Fourteen will hit, but I have to give it a fifty percent miss chance because he's you know he knows the square, but he's not a hundred percent sure. You know, there's a fifty percent chance, so I need to roll under a uh, under a fifty or fifty or less. 95. Oh. Ouch. So he shoots his arrow, but misses it. And those were the ready actions. Um, But Anton is pretty sure that he knows where it is. So he's going to try throwing on... He'll pull out another vial and and throw it. That will hit, but let's see if he gets the mischance. Leand is sitting there cringing like, stop throwing cold water and missing. We're going to stick with this and say low is good. Mm -hmm. That will hit. Um, and there is another shriek as the uh, holy water hits where the creature is, although it is corporeal holy water, so it only does half damage. Illyris. Yes? What would you like to do? I don't know. What can I do? You have holy uh, water? Do you have any holy, holy water? Uh, let me check. Uh, do 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 no, I don't think anyone ever trusted me with it. Then <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot you can do. Um, I, 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 yeah. Uh, you don't have any magic weapons. I can provide moral support. <laughs> okay. I have Fred. Well, she's All got right. a magic. No, uh, she's got a magic cloak. I guess I'm trying to think of anything magic she has. She could strangle it with the cloak. <laughs> I have and dirt and, and I could make a dirt sandwich. You can do that. Um, my dirt sandwich. While you guys figure out what magicy magic things you can do. Um, Luther is going to draw one of his just plus one arrows because these are the, the the ghost touch ones are expensive and rare and he's gonna fire what ghost, even do? Uh, ghost touch will do full damage to an incorporate it doesn't give it a better chance of hitting so he's just gonna fire a regular magic arrow that will hit will it actually hit though from the mischance no so he breaks an arrow against the wall. Silver holds. Eklund, you are no longer feared. Okay, I'm gonna double move back. Give me one okay. sec. So I can get to here. Okay. He is apologizing profusely. <laughs> <laughs> Talia. 
I do not like this ghost. In case it has moved. I'm going to go to the center of the room where everything is within. Mm-hmm. Channeling to not hurt Anton. Yeah, using selective channeling. And I'm going to channel. Okay. Oh my god! That's a three. It's a three. Okay. Uh, the poltergeist gets a 20 on its will save, so it will only take half damage. However, there is a shriek and the objects which were floating in the room all fall to the ground. Did we kill it? And that will take us out of combat. Hey, what do you know? Was it and... too difficult? <laughs> so in the room, you will find, as you search through everything, the following objects. Uh, you find two healer's kits, uh, three vials of, of antitoxin, Nice. Two vials of anti-plague. Three doses of blood block. What's that do? Um, it can stop the bleeding condition. Three doses of smelling salts. I like bring someone back from unconsciousness, right? Yeah, so like if they're knocked out because of uh, non-lethal damage, bring them back to consciousness. Right, okay. Two vials of soothe syrup. It's sleeping, right? Uh, no, it gets rid of the sickened condition. Or nauseated. And four potions that you'll have to identify. Can I try to identify some? Yeah, anyone who wishes can do a spellcraft to identify the potions. I'll also do the same. Fine. Are they all the same potion? They are all the same type of potion. Right. Uh, <laughs> is also unable to identify them. Anton will try. Anton looks at him and goes, oh, those are healing potions. <laughs> Tired, all right. Uh Eklund wants Eklund wants a healer's kit, um, an antitoxin, and a blood block. But well, honestly, you guys should keep all of it just as make med as a med kit. Like, not worry about who's carrying. Let That's me true. carry it. I don't think any of you will trust me with anything. So I'll I'll hold most of them except for the potions. Let's distribute those between you four. Pointing to Eklund, Lilyrus, Azafa, and Leifer. What about me? Yeah, I'll definitely need one. She said you. Oh, right. I forgot. I didn't hear. Okay. Anton is also going to walk over to Illyris. And he says, uh, I see you're carrying a bow now. Yes. He is going to hand you seven arrows. Oh, neat. He's giving you five of his plus one arrows and... Uh, two of his ghost touch arrows. Ah, cool. Thanks. In case we run into another one of those things. Yeah. Eklund is still kind of poking around the room, but the party can see he is trying very hard to save face because he ran out of the room, and that he is, after going into one of the cells, which is very clearly empty to supposedly check it, it's pretty obvious he is trying to hide that he's crying. Eklund, what's wrong? Are you okay? He turns around and becomes very interested in a cot that got thrown across the room, still with his back to the party. Eklund, I'm gonna fly in front of his face. He goes, yeah, and falls over backwards. <laughs> Luther walks over and looks at Tali and says, he clearly doesn't want to talk right now. Let it be. Yeah. Hey, I was just a little concerned. He, he just kind of gives Eklund a look up. I understand you shouldn't be ashamed, but I understand why you, this bothers you. 
he gives Luther a grateful nod and then just kind of walks. He just kind of like sits, just turns around, facing the wall with it, like his head on his arm. Well then, there's still that hallway that we came in through. That I believe there were a few doors I hadn't checked yet. Okay, let's go. Okay, so the first door leads to a privy. Nope. <laughs> it's uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just dry and. Uh, the second door leads to a set of stairs which go up. <gasps> I found our way up. We'll come back upstairs after we check out this door. The third door leads to stairs which lead down. However, um, it is filled with a mess of stone blocks and shattered timbers. Makes sense. Anyone Either. who has knowledge engineering can give me a knowledge engineering check. Otherwise, give me a perception check. I do not engineer. Okay. okay, hold on. And I don't percepticate. Wait a minute, I have engineering. How nice. You want... I'm better at perception. Oh, I have nine. Got 20. The difficulty is actually easier for engineering, but... Oh, man. Both Eklund and Azatha, looking at this uh, staircase, you can tell that this rubble and everything that's fallen down in the way, this didn't happen from, like, feeling collapsed. There was clearly a triggered deadfall that was intentional to block off this area. Yeah. It's the good the warden's doing, I'm guessing. Probably. Yeah. Well then. Shall we go up? Let's go up. Let's, let's do it. And we'll pick up there next time. Until next time. Keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are especially prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrying Crown, The Haunting of Harrowstone was written by Michael Cortez. If you like what you're hearing, come check us out on our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at The Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes or Google Play. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Story Project, or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.